0: This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show the Cleveland Sports Fan on Tuesdays, Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show, Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner, and on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR F1 and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the cleveland sports fan himself new episodes every day at 6 a.m eastern visit us at redcircle.com forward slash cleveland dash sport dash fan hey this is scott and burke from the davis and davis show the podcast for everything ohio Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We
1: talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits.
0: Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down,
1: relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com/davisanddavis. Or
0: find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcast, Google Podcast. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm
1: and we just don't care.
0: Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. been prepared all day to do this podcast I was looking forward to this podcast and then my mother-in-law's computer takes a shit lovely so Scott gets the bright idea of here you could use my iPad to do your meeting tonight little did he realize that he was logging her into his account Burke and I have been sitting here for three hours to do a show
1: well, it, it's funny because like I had read your synopsis and timeline, and you and 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 thank you for putting everything in e- EST, so I you know know what we're doing and everything. And for some reason tonight, of all nights, it it I'm like I'm driving home like no, right before I got in my car, I got to to work, get in my car, and I'm like, wait a minute, what time did he say he wanted to start again? And I look at and six o'clock. I'm like, dude, that's why I text you, dude. I get off work at 6. I ain't going to be home till 6.30. He's like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll just do half of it. Like, okay, good. Because this is going to be like a four or five hour episode if we did both of those things. Jesus Well, Christ. I, I, the whole
0: idea for me was this. We're about to have an ice
1: storm here in in Texas. And, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, We're yeah. about to have an ice storm and then it's going to dump a foot of snow on top of that.
0: All right. Let me ask you a question here. Do you have snow plows up there?
1: Yeah, but they guess, can't do shit on ice. Guess what
0: we don't have down here is snow
1: plows. Yeah. Guess, but... guess what we don't have down here. You don't have freezing cold that lasts for a fucking month. That's what you don't fucking have down there. salt trucks. (laughs) So what what happens in Texas
0: is if, if you get a freeze that lasts more than two days, generally they will start shutting the power down in certain areas of the state that use a lot of power. Hence the fact I tell people, if you're going to buy a house in Texas, buy it as close to a hospital as you can. <laughs> uh, because they don't shut the power off to the hospitals. Anyways, last year during the the great freeze of 2021, which was a week long with, with below temperatures, mm-hmm. um, we actually had electricity for... Four hours out of four days. Fun times. Um, To top it off, when things get that cold down here, shit breaks like plumbing. So we lost water on the second day. We were literally melting snow to have water to drink, to have water. Ooh. That reminds
1: me uh, drink. yeah well i'm gonna have to refresh mine soon but anyway
0: i am actually drinking coffee
1: what the hell's uh, wrong with you
0: well usually by by this point in time in the evening you and i are like six six drinks in feeling good and only have about an hour of a show left <sighs> And so...
1: so you're drinking coffee. I'm three or three drinks in. At least I've been doing them mildly. So, well,
0: I, I, I guess we should. Okay, my drink of choice tonight. I have two. Besides the coffee, of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my first drink that I will be drinking tonight is. Uh... Bah, bah, bah. I got to turn this shit off. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious i don't know how in the hell i i i was picked to lead a show <laughs> um,
1: there i've never heard of that but it looks tasty
0: it is a german Pilsner Ooh,
1: like Pilsners uh
0: five percent alcohol nice um and it is a true pint
1: and tell everyone the name of the uh
0: uh, yes, this is. Okay, now you're gonna make me say it. Wern Wernish Gruner.
1: There Wernish Gruner. Okay. Wernish Gruner.
0: <laughs> Wernish Gruner pills. And we, legends.
1: And if we're slaughtering that name, we apologize to. Well, all they're people. they're German. They won't listen
0: to us anyway. <laughs> um, and then my second drink of the evening is going to. Oh, I am so looking forward to this. Gentleman's Jack,
1: dude, that's what I'm drinking right now. Are you mixing? Well, yeah, I'm mixing this up, but I had it straight the other day. And, and it's funny because we were talking about Jack being bourbon and I was wrong. And it is whiskey. And it's funny because I tasted the gentleman Jack just on the rocks, you know, swishing around a little bit and everything. And it's fun. It, it, it even though gentleman Jack qualifies as a bourbon due to the corn content and whatever you know it's definitely a, a more of a whiskey flavor it's a lighter yeah. doesn't have that bourbon barrel uh I just yeah if you've tasted whiskies and bourbons you understand what I'm talking about but yeah it's definitely a lighter flavor nice and smooth and everything and and for me it was like it's nice but i want bourbon I, so well, you know. okay so so here
0: was my critique on on uh on this. Uh gentleman's jack, I've had it before. Mm-hmm. Had it straight out of the bottle. Uh which is a great way to go with it. It is like yeah, enough. No, you it's, can,
1: but it's double I charcoal have, filtered, so it's a very smooth. It's it's nice. I
0: have
1: this this
0: thing in my head like I'm a Scotch fan. I like <laughs> Scotch. I like Scotch single malt. I like bourbon. I like stuff that has flavor. Yeah. And right. Gen- Gentleman's Jack does have flavor, but I ended up sitting back going, Well, this is really a sixty three dollar mixer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it is. It's it's a mixed whiskey. It's it's something that you could mix with like I'm doing ginger ale and jack.
1: Yeah. Same, same here. And
0: uh I I, I it's a It's got a great smooth flavor. You get the whiskey flavor, but, but you get the ginger ale. So it's, it's kind of like, this is a drink that yes, you could drink it on the rocks, but man, it tastes so much better with a little bit of flavor.
1: Yeah. Um, It's just, it, it, it's not, it's nice. Uh, It doesn't have any wow factor. Um, It's nice though. I mean, if you, I guess if they only had gentleman's jacket at bar, yeah, I'd definitely order it. It's it's a good drink. It's a good it's a good whiskey. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just not what I look for in. But I'm once again I'm like I, I don't know I'm stuck on the whole bourbon thing, and I've tried Scotch. Oh my God, I've tried desperately to acquire a taste for Scotch. I can't do it. I I, I don't know what it is. It's just I mean if I go to a bar. And I know I need to be sober. I will order a Scotch on the rocks or a Scotch and soda, and it will take me about three hours to drink that drink. I just, I just don't like the flavor. I, I don't know what it is.
0: I can, I, I do Scotch on the rocks, and but it has to be certain, like it has to be certain brands. It's got to be a single malt. Uh, I, I do like Macallan. McAllen is the most
1: expensive scotch that you can buy. Which um, I think that's the one that I've had that I didn't hate. It was like it, $126 a bottle or something like that. Well, or... well it,
0: it depends on which which version right. you get. It, it, you know, if you get the 12-year, it's I think the 12-year yeah. was $80. And then when you go up to like the 21, it goes up to almost $200 a bottle. Yeah. But uh, the, the Glenlivet. I, I can I I can tolerate that the Glenfiddich I can tolerate, um, when when they start to blend the scotches, that's when I kind of sit back and go I don't like this, I just don't like the flavor I don't yeah. I, it almost becomes a dirty flavor well they say that it lightens it up, I say that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> If you're blending your scotch, then you're 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 you, you fucked up your <laughs> you
1: fucked up the first batch, and now you're trying to fix it with the second batch. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, scotch has now a uh, scotch was my favorite because of my father. I loved the leather cup. Does what's that say?
1: B A D. It's my initials. B A D.
0: Where did you get that? Was that
1: a Christmas present? Ooh. From the wife of all people that doesn't want me to drink as much. Uh, okay, mixed mixed messages, but hey, bless her heart. We'll love the classes. <sighs> she was run over by a truck full of mixed nuts. <laughs> she married um, me, so apparently, yes.
0: That that movie review, uh, the movie review for mixed nuts will be before Christmas last, next year. Last okay. Year. Hey, yeah, it'll be before Christmas
1: last year. <laughs> last year. Um, hey, before Christmas of 2030.
0: So we're, we're going to do a movie review today. But before we do that, uh, I wanted to let the audience know that every other week we will do a movie review. Sometimes it'll be a new movie. Sometimes it'll be an old
1: movie. God willing, we will do um, movie reviews at least twice a month. Yep.
0: I have I have absolutely no clue if bob is going to show up tonight okay and if he does great
1: if he doesn't he won't be back Uh, (laughs) because life gets gets in the way dude i mean you know and and you told him eight o'clock Now we're damn near at nine o'clock now so i mean with the timeline uh,
0: yeah i i did tell him that but he sent me a text uh three hours ago that said oh it's gonna be closer to nine or 8 30 before i can get there
1: <laughs> so so he's, he's out, already late <laughs> he's out
0: door dashing right now i don't know if he's gonna show up but the fact is the fact guys this movie that we're gonna to review today was his yeah this it's is not my idea, idea not no, mine
1: no and yet i was i was pleased to do it don't get me wrong um i, I you know, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, so many people are going to hate me. No, wait, wait, wait. It was not to... the best movie.
1: I don't know. I like, well, okay. Let's we'll wait for the movie review. <laughs> weren't we supposed to talk about what we did last week?
0: Oh, uh, Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, we, we've talked about what we're doing. I mean, you,
1: you, you printed off this really nice itinerary. We ought to try and follow it.
0: Well, hang on a second. Let me
1: bring up the damn itinerary. <laughs> the whole itinerary, bitch. <laughs> and, and people, I did, I, I did. He they, did. It was that. It was like it was out early. Well, no, I take that back. it back. It's was, actually
0: timed and everything.
1: It, but, of course, he puts it out a day before the show and adds an entire two hours of fucking content that I'm not ready for a day before the show because that's where how, Scott roll How are,
0: hold on how are you not Ray I told you last week that we would do the deaths We would do the deaths before we brought we Bob We were drunk
1: in. and I thought we were doing one thing and one thing only You no, told me at the, the end whole, of night and you're going to that. The whole reason
0: that that I wanted to get two shows in is because if the power does go out Oh 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 the oh. freeze does okay. happen here longer um I have I have content that I can use my cell phone to put up onto the web that it, way it, we're not shutting down because of something that's happening here. Okay. Um Fair and enough. Un- unfortunately I totally I totally fucked that up because I forgot that Burke actually works for a living unlike <laughs> the rest of us unemployed people. And then Svetlana further <laughs> put us back a couple hours. No, no, that's Mama Sveti. Okay, so, so Kristen's mom is Mama Sveti. Kristen is Svetlana.
1: Oh, okay, sorry.
0: If we ever do a show with Bob again, that story will be the first thing that comes out because well, a, 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 Bob's just a different guy. I,
1: I no, I don't no, talk. don't say
0: that. No, no. All right, Perk. So, uh, 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 uh. uh Uh, what did we do last week that's
1: this is your segment go okay well last week we went over our favorite tv shows of growing up uh and i do got to do a shout out one of my favorites was wkrp uh and unfortunately rest in peace uh johnny caravello johnny sunshine dr johnny fever just recently passed away uh howard hessman yeah yeah Sad, sad, sad. But we had a good time talking about all our TV shows. And and I'm surprised. Like I, I think you and I both missed a couple TV shows that we could have put on there had we and we thought about them longer. Because I was, was Six Million Dollar Man. I didn't even think about. And you know there is a there was a couple in there that I was like, oh shit, I forgot all about that. So and
0: well, hang on, D- didn't you have Six Million Dollar Man
1: on? I don't your, think uh... I did. You no. Know? I thought you I think I had Wonder on... Woman on there, but I don't think I had $6 million. Man. Oh, maybe it was Wonder Woman, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, so what else did you do last week? Had a great, great time at the, uh, party out in Copley and it was the 24 hour of Le Mans party. And this is a kind of an annual event that a buddy of mine puts on and literally a bunch of people get together in his barn and start watching the race from the start and go all 24 hours to the fish Now, granted, people will come and go throughout the evening. Yeah, you know, people will come for an hour or two, and there's food and drinks and and a inf- couple inflatable uh, uh, couches that that turn into you know you fold them out in their bed so uh-huh. i mean if you just want to like fold out the bed and, and crash for three hours and whatever and uh, every time there is a caution they do caution shots so <laughs> kind of pray sometimes for the uh people to go off the side of the road or wreck into somebody else um had a great great time and it is probably the first time i got to actually stay to the bitter end and it was a uh, did and you were watching it too because we we live streamed a bit, did a little zoom action there. He was watching on their Facebook feed, they and they, uh they live streamed. And Scott,
0: Scott, the Cleveland sports fan, the director of Pit Road News, stayed up all freaking night long and watched Burke sleep. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, because you're <a> dumbass. <laughs> i was watching the race at the same time but yeah yeah, it it was uh it was a long Mm. night of watching burke well he he got up about 10 times to go pee so
1: oh yeah i mean i uh, i I knew i was gonna get quite lit um i was drinking um knob creek so which is a little higher proof and uh, yeah but uh, yeah good good fun night damn Um, you damn you Oh man, that's good shit, man.
0: I was actually gonna say we need to do we need to do Knob Creek next week. Uh, I well, do. No, I know.
1: I that I love that, that. That was the that was, I think three years ago. Uh, my Secret Santa uh, found out I wanted to kind of try out bourbons, and he bought me a bottle of Knob Creek, and that got me started. And I'm, I'm digging it ever since. So
0: I'm a I'm I'm a fan of Bullet Bullet Bourbon. Uh, I love Bullet. Uh,
1: I think I've had that. I th- and I think I like it, but it's been a long time, so I can't quite remember. Um, but uh, dude, the end of that race, unbelievable! the the the, the top tier classes. Uh, remind me, DPI is DPI. The um, uh, dude, the, the 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 Cadillacs and the Acuras were battling for a full twenty four hours. It did get to a point where it was just the two Acuras left. I was really surprised that what was it the number ten car, number five car, uh, the blue and black Acura, like right, it was right. It was that was right, the ten, the ten car, and they were right with the leader Acura, which is a, a team from Columbus, Ohio, of all things. That was the the Parker team. Parker team was in the
0: ten. Was it Parker or Taylor?
1: Yeah, uh, Taylor, I think, was the uh, winning team, wasn't it?
0: Taylor was the winning team. They're yep. the ones from Ohio, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and that was the number six, I think. Thirty? No, it was maybe it was the thirty. Oh no, anyway. I'm th- I'm thinking about the six, 16. The sixteen had issues, uh, but uh, uh, I can't. remember. That was a
1: Cadillac. I was, would assume.
0: I I don't remember. I, yeah. I don't think I, that it was in the DPI though. I think that
1: was in the GT. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, anyways. The the blue Acura, I was just surprised at the very end of the race, just kept falling back further, further, further. So like maybe they, they fucked up a tire change or something, just didn't have the traction. But I thought that was going to be a like that that killer ass battle, which ended up being the Porsches. What a great bit of driving with those dudes! Holy shit! The, the GT three class maybe. Uh,
0: Porsche was in the three and the two. I can't remember the which three class was the, uh... the pros,
1: and it was the two pros battling out. And my God, those guys, the last five laps, they were they, they were getting warnings from the 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 guys running the race going. The marshals. Yeah, the marshals were saying you gotta quit hitting each other, uh, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck that, I want to win." This and was just, really.
0: This was really the first 24 hour race that I've watched where at the end of the race, people were actually close enough to where they could race against each other.
1: Yeah. Which every, every class seemed like they made it all 24 hours. They kept up with each other. And then it was just a sprint to the end and it was just good, good racing uh, at the very end, man. It was great to watch.
0: I was, I was depressed with, uh, uh, the results with the Aston
1: Martin team. Uh, well, they didn't. They run off the course and got, <laughs> and somebody else hit them at one point. I mean, it was just bad There's, luck, it, I think. But uh, as opposed to just being a British car and breaking down. But
0: once again, we're, we're dealing with road racing, which is not supposed to be a full contact
1: sport. Yeah, but should um, happen. I mean, it was it was so cold down there, and the track. The, the track kept changing By like tr- every hour. It was a different track, a different set of traction, a different you know, dynamic. It was hard for those poor guys to keep up. Well,
0: it, 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 that, that road course, because of how it's designed, it's very hard to put heat in the tires. And uh, we, we, I mean, you saw that in, in 30 degree weather. these tires were not heating up on, on restarts. They would go into that first corner and everyone was sliding sideways.
1: Yeah. There, there are some really beautiful, like there were some guys that like, they almost went sideways, caught themselves. And and, I mean, they were, there was some masterful driving going on considering the conditions. I mean, it was great to watch. There was some great driving going on.
0: Um, for anyone that's never watched a 24 hour race, uh, uh I I started watching the 24 hours of Le Mans. That was that was my first experience with a 24 hour race with my dad. and we sat and stayed up and watched the entire thing and I was I was just amazed uh, because it's it, if you are not within reach of the car ahead of you, it becomes it becomes a timed thing. It becomes you. You are trying to beat the time of the car ahead of you, uh, and and it can very well happen halfway through the night when you're sitting in the garage for an hour.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's the weird. It's one of the weirdest races because if you don't, if your car never gets messed up, you have a really great chance of winning. Even if your car does get messed up, I mean, they were pulling some cars in reworking the front fenders and putting them back on putting them back on the track and those guys were still in the hunt it's just the it's just it's the weirdest race i mean there there's there's so much planning that has to go in and there's so much like chess moves of when do we come in what kind of tire. i mean it's yeah and then you have to have drivers that are fresh and know what they're doing and that are good with those track conditions it's so much goes into just finishing let alone winning so yeah, it, it's just it's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it, there's a lot of boring parts, but yeah, you're you're constantly going, "How the hell are these guys doing this stuff half the time?" So
0: now I I only watched Burke
1: until about four o'clock
0: in the morning. Then something got really screwed with their uh, with their video feed, and they all turned sideways. And I was like, "Okay,
1: <laughs> can't watch. Um,
0: I can't watch this. I, I, I can't watch this." Um, what? Also surprised me about the race was how good Cadillac was.
1: They they have consistently, I think, for the last three years, been been contenders in that class. Um, there and it's 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 kind of funny because you're you're pitting big block V8 American Muscle against twin turbo V6. This is pretty much the same block that they use in. The streetcars. It's a three point five liter V six. That's what we use in the regular streetcars. Yeah. And <laughs> they're making them go twenty four hours flat out and winning races. I mean that's kind of amazing in its own right. But yeah, you're 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 two different philosophies of engines. Um but yeah, they they have been strong uh for quite a long time in that class.
0: All right. So we were talking about things that we did this past week, yes, and uh, uh, Scott did something stupid. Shocker! I found I found a place. I found Fuck. a place online. I've, I've kind of got to be quiet about this because <laughs> I, I found a place online where I could have shirts made that were full subliminal sublimation, uh, in other words. Full color dyed all the way through, so it looks like a cohesive shirt.
1: Okay. Uh, that looks like a baseball shirt. Uh huh. With I mean, the team being Crown Royal. So <clears throat> I, t- I talked with the guy. <laughs> Never a good sign. i uh i talked with the guy
0: uh, and and i said hey he he made he made another one for me with with shinerbach beer oh nice from texas here uh that's funny because
1: that's the beer in the fridge in the corner uh that you probably couldn't see very well yeah that shinerbach seems to be like the beer of choice for the, the halloween party all the time um really oh yeah yeah, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. he let me drill into the side of his refrigerator to install a CO2 system this year so that the beer didn't go bad and you didn't have to pump it all the fucking time. Yeah.
0: So, uh, anyways, let me finish this shirt thing. Okay, Got to tell you about Shinerbach.
1: Um, now We'll need a break here real quick, but yeah.
0: Uh, so, I was talking to the guy, and he was like, well, just make, make some better... Uh, better graphics for your show and um I'll make some some baseball jerseys uh for for you and and the guys that are on your show all you have to do is advertise us and I said oh oh I think I hell could do yeah that.
1: I think I could do that Wait, my friend th- th- is that like sponsorship almost Oh, uh... It's kind of,
0: kind of, kind of, sort of, but you know, it's more like, Hey, talk about my stuff and I'll give you free stuff.
1: That sounds like a sponsor to me. So we are going to go full tilt (laughs) and we are, we are claiming them as a sponsor. Well,
0: well, we we can't claim anything yet until, until the paperwork is, is signed and dotted on the, on the appropriate line. Um, We're very hopeful. But, uh, yeah, I, I I love the fact that I, I lift up the tag and the first thing it says is made in China. <laughs> Yet I was talking to a, a guy in like
1: Arizona. Well, the, the shirt itself was probably made in China, but the, the rest of the, the artwork, the love was all USA.
0: <laughs> so,
1: uh, uh, can we choose our or whatever we want on those things by chance it's
0: it's gonna be designed um with the show the show logo on the back okay um show logo on the the corner here but i i because of how this printing works he was talking to me. He was like, We could put that picture of Burke with the cigarette on the back. <laughs> like, oh, 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 baby. <laughs> That's um, all right.
1: I'll send him the picture of you from two years ago on the back of your buddy's deck, 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> <coughs> so,
0: uh, uh, anyways, he he is gonna hook me up with this guy who does caricatures, and uh, so we I was already like, are caricatures. What do we? What I know, but it, we, What what what, <laughs> we were, what we were talking about was was like instead of the Davis and Davis logo on the back, was having a caricature of you and I in a brown MG okay hanging, hanging out over the window <laughs> looking like what we looked like back then oh god <laughs> so so if, i said
1: if we could go back in time this is what we'd be doing i
0: i i told him hey this this is the only way that i'm going to be 150 pounds again <laughs> so <laughs> all right all right people we've 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 t- T- oh wait 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 wait
1: wait that's uh, the intro as far as i know but no 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 no, no, whoa, no.
0: Whoa. what the hell were we oh shiner Bach?
1: yes uh
0: should i tell the story after the break
1: yes for god's okay. sake yes <laughs>
0: okay uh let's see we've been we've been 30 minutes into this people we're gonna take a little break here because burke has got the little baby bladder
1: this week uh yeah we'll be right back and we're back
0: like i said you haven't lost any weight and i kept typing on that on that chat that you were still bald every time i uh, oh yeah every time i could (laughs) i know i know bob mentioned it at least once (laughs) all right so i apparently lied to you about what i'm drinking tonight
1: Okay. Because the first drink is going to be Devil's Cut. Which I am now also with the Devil's Cut, this here, and uh, ginger ale.
0: How? How is it? You you and I just... uh,
1: sink right up like we're on our periods together or something? Jeez. (laughs) It's...
0: Yep. Yep. Anyway. You remember... Oh, wait. That's right. I was going to tell you my Shiner story. Oh... That's yes. my
1: my infinity bottle of bourbon is coming along rather nicely so far. And this is, is the beautiful bottle you. This is that this was. is the blade and bow bottle. This is the that one uh, bourbon I was telling you about that was a gift. It was really good, and I I, I made it last as long as I could. And is this that was cork
0: top. Yeah. Uh,
1: just the sound. Wait 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 wait. Hold on. You hear that? <laughs> um
0: okay yes I, I love your infinity bottle it is it is the shiznit it is um,
1: getting there slowly but surely I am looking forward
0: to drinking it this summer when you get tears for fears tickets for
1: us I keep bugging him so we're we're we're, we're working on it Tears for Fears Ray Orsible Curtis Smith uh, bu- bu- and you're bu- working bu- bu- on BNL, bu- 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 right? I am. <laughs>
0: it comes at a very bad time of the year for me. So it may turn out that we need to go someplace to see this. Other than Cleveland. Road okay. trip. <laughs> it, anyway, Shinerbach. Okay, Shinerbach. Back to so, Shinerbach. Uh I was living in Virginia Beach, Virginia, nineteen ninety nine. I was working at the Virginia Opera as well as Virginia Stage Company. And my job at Virginia's the, Virginia Stage Company was gonna downsize. So uh I I had to look for another job. And Virginia Opera offered me a a job as a flyman there. And I didn't want to be a flyman. I wanted to be a lighting designer. Anybody who went to the University of Akron back in in our days probably remembers Tom Skelton. And I mentored under Tom Skelton for a while. And one of the first things that he said to me is, don't let them talk you into doing a job that you don't want to do. He's like, if you want to be in lighting, you be in lighting. <laughs> you know, Become a master electrician. Do everything you have to do. You'll move on to a designer from there. Okay, great. Well, well so so they offered me a job, and I was like, eh. Uh, well, anyways, the artistic director at Virginia Stage Company called me up. He was like, my friend Edith Love. Down at the Dallas Theater Center is is in need of an electrician. Do you want to go down down to Dallas? <laughs> um, I had just gotten divorced from from the the wicked step or the wicked ex, yes, yes. Uh, who was originally from Texas. So it excited me to be able to move to the state that she was originally from, so that she would never come back there. <laughs> I, say, I, I, I don't know how this shit works in my head i really don't <laughs> <laughs> anyways i get I, I i say yes to the job and i come down here this was in august that's it a was, great
1: time to go to texas
0: the dallas theater center was not in there. in their uh space that they're in now they were actually they built a barn in downtown dallas and it was supposed to be a temporary structure and it was called the adt theater the arts district theater um this barn during the summer you could turn every air conditioner on in that place it was 120 degrees doesn't matter (laughs) So, so I get there, and I I go up in the catwalks. It's 120 degrees up there. My my friend Richard, or, or the my boss actually his his name was Richard. I think. God, I can't remember shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and the funny thing is that I just talked to him on Facebook the other day. Mm-hmm. I, uh, anyway. Uh, he was like, only spend about 10 minutes up there. I was like, okay, okay, fine. (laughs) I get down and, uh, one of, one of the guys that works there, his name was Con Larson. Con looks at me. He's like, oh, we got to go over to Snooky's. I said, well, what the hell Snooky's? He's like, Snooky's is, is a bar, uh, over by, by your apartment. I said, oh, okay.
1: Okay. Sounds, so, sounds good so far. Yeah. It,
0: it was a bar restaurant. It was more of a restaurant than a bar.
1: Okay. A pub. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it was a very nice place. I knew all the... Uh, I mean, I ended up knowing all the bartenders. It was great. But, but this was where I tried Shiner Bach for the <laughs> first time. Anybody that tries Shiner Bach learns real quick. The first time that you get drunk on Shiner Bach, the hangover is 100% the worst thing that you will ever fucking have in your entire life. I don't know what is in that beer to cause it. I don't know if it's the high sugar content, what. That,
1: that's that's much of it and probably impurities, And but the, the bad thing is that shit goes down quick it's good it's it's tasty (laughs) um but at a cost (laughs) so uh
0: i wake up the next day i'm supposed to be working at the arts district theater i'm like oh my god this is horrible i i i think i i think i dehydrated myself yesterday (laughs) that's that's first thing in my head is you're dehydrated you know so i i head over to the arts district theater and uh start working and all that and um, rich richard i think it was richard comes oh, over to, to me. Rich. <laughs> yeah comes over to me he's like man you don't look that good i said man i i think i got dehydrated and con walks up and he goes no that's that's the shiner hangover <laughs> i went what he goes it happens to everyone the first time they drink <laughs> now back then back then they did not shiner was not allowed out of the state of texas back then it they didn't have distribution rights in any other any other state. Okay, uh, it was a true local beer. Uh, and there were reasons for that. Um, Shit hurts. Well, they were they, <laughs> they were a small the Spotsylvania brewery. Um, was a small almost like a craft brewery. It wasn't, they were, they were bought out by, I can't remember if it was Anheuser-Busch or Miller, uh, one of those two, but they were, they were bought out by them and that changed their distribution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So people went and got, now my question has always been, since I started on the Texas Shiner.
1: Is it it, different in Ohio? Yeah. Uh, You'll find out.
0: I mean. I mean, have you had the shiner hangover? I've never yet? had the Texas
1: Shiner, no, but I've had the shiner from Ohio. Did you get the hangover? I was not drinking that exclusively, but I'd be willing to bet it would have been bad. God, I love Devil's Cut. Mm. It's a great mixer and <sighs> great <sighs> price <sighs> point. Oh, Good my flavor. Goodness. Yeah. It's just it just ticks off all the boxes, doesn't it? It really does.
0: It's got such great flavor. Oh, yep. my God. Okay.
1: All right. So On we got nope. to get, get into this because we're, we're uh, yeah, we got to get into this stuff. So it, the introduction what, 9, was supposed to be of Mr. Oshimaita. Oshimaita. Um oh But Bob's out of here.
0: Yes. And, and Bob was actually supposed to lead us into Block B don't see that happening
1: uh, no no okay so round robin three hosts trivia important parts for fully discussed. Going to discuss. gonna be two parts
0: <laughs> this could be a short one for you for you people tonight um right now we're Ooh. in a whopping No, not so much oh you got some notes i
1: got make. some notes buddy
0: Oh, my gosh. I got me some notes
1: as well. I I, I, I did some deep dives, and I, I, I did everything but IMDb. Now I'm sure that a lot of the stuff is going to cross, and you'll get pissed off because I already have the stuff that you have. But um, let's see. Uh, the Fugitive, 1993. Um, yes. Based on a TV series? Did you know that? Yes. Okay. I don't uh, think I'm. I, I may actually, have actually seen some of the old reruns. At some I time. actually watched.
0: Ooh. Okay. Some of the rerun, or some of the they they had them on Amazon. Oh, nice, nice, nice. He even he even covered his mic for that. I try. I try. Uh, they had they they had them on Amazon, and it was very interesting to. Uh, to, to see there was there is great correlation between
1: the two movies yep but although I, the other one of my points in here is nobody and i mean nobody director writers actor nobody had ever seen the series right which a lot of people have said probably helped it because it didn't have any you know Oh, I got to try to be like this or whatever. You know, they just kind of made it their own movie, which kind of worked. So that series was on from 1963 to 1967, Uh, shared producers from uh, Maverick and the Rockford Files. It was actually inspired by the book Les Miserables.
0: Uh, It starred Harrison Ford, as everyone knows. Tommy uh-huh. Lee Jones, uh-huh. uh, the hottest woman of the nineties Cella award.
1: She was, she was a bit of all right.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Juliana Moore, uh, uh-huh. played Dr. Ann Eastman. Um, some of the 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 ones that really kind of flipped me out was uh Jane is that the 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 pathology lady
1: Yes yeah y- yes um From the 40 year old version
0: yes uh well what was what was funny is that the the the, the,
1: the was it Jane? I believe her her real name is Jane. Uh, I'm trying to find her on the list here. Um... Now, did you know that Harrison was not the uh, original person they wanted for that role? They actually wanted yes. Alex Baldwin uh, or Kevin Costner or... Michael Douglas, or Nick Nolte. Yes. Uh, let's see here. You're still looking. so um, Yeah, I'm, this, I'm, this, this, st- I'm
0: still hunting, so you can talk th- for a th- second. The
1: script for this thing actually took something like five years. Eight different writers and went through 25 different phases or iterations until they got down to that, that script that they actually used. And then the, and then (laughs) while they were filming, uh, the, the script would also change while it was filming. And sometimes the thing that they were going to film the next day hadn't been rewritten yet. And it was actually the director, uh, Harrison and, uh, Tommy Lee Jones all kind of getting together. And going i think my character would do this and i think my character would do that so yeah what are we looking at jane lynch i was right
0: yes it was jane lynch and the thing is is that in the movie it took me
1: probably <laughs>
0: five minutes i i mean i kept looking at her going gosh no, she looks familiar <laughs> no, her. I know her from somewhere and then she had very sudden, long
1: very blonde hair it was a little tough uh
0: then all of a sudden glee popped into my head No, I'm okay ah like, oh, there we go i mm-hmm. know who this is and she um yeah
1: they, they exist out there
0: i'll have to cut that part out what, what
1: <laughs> number and then uh the part of agent gerard was offered to both gene hackman and john voigt uh, both of of whom turned it down
0: yes i know and that okay
1: (laughs) it's sad because like i could see i could see someone else playing uh the the doctor role but man tom lee jones took that and ran with it and and he owned the fucking part he just he just made he stole every scene that he was in pretty much, which is kind of why he got a second movie out of it too, you know. So uh, we were we were supposed to record something else earlier
0: today, and and we didn't. And uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because Gene Hackman came up. Um,
1: my idiot, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking Gene Hackman, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was like. Uh, but I, it, it was uh, they were showing pictures of him back then, mm-hmm. and him now. You wouldn't recognize him now. Not true. Uh, probably, probably one of my favorite actors. Uh, uh, the Royal Tannenbaums.
1: Oh my god! Oh god I haven't seen that in years. I <laughs> will have to rewatch that one. Uh, he was
0: also on, uh, oh, come on, Tom Cruise. Uh, the, uh, Tom Cruise is a lawyer. Uh, what the hell was it? Not French Connection.
1: Uh, Although Gene was in that, wasn't he? Yes.
0: Not Hoosiers, not Target. Oh, The uh, The Firm. The Firm that's really sad that i didn't remember that because that actually is uh, the um the writer of all those books uh john grisham i'm a huge john grisham fan yeah he comes out with a new book i buy it <laughs> all right anyways let's get back to this freaking stupid movie the fugitive that i never would (laughs) have picked to review you know but this this
1: this, this stretches us this is you know this is working outside the box this is good for us it's character building and god no this does nothing character this does nothing to make (laughs) this hard (laughs) so uh i've been rambling please uh uh do in part some of your stuff all right, the fugitive. Let me get back to
0: my note page here. Oh, oh. I, this just okay. Before I go into a full dive of of this, I, I need to say this: this 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 movie is great. Yeah. It, I mean, there's it a holds lot up of, today. Yeah, it it holds up today. It, you know, uh, the acting in it is phenomenal. From Harrison Ford as well as uh, Tommy Lee Tommy Lee Jones Um, Even Guido the Killer Pimp uh, is good in it Guido the Killer Pimp was awesome Uh, Cella Ward was incredibly good for as short as she was in
1: this Flashbacks and just very short scenes yeah
0: Uh, Jerome Crab who plays Dr.
1: Charles Nichols was f- incredible. Now, he was not originally in the movie. Um, Ooh, Richard this is J-
0: trivia that I don't know. Oh, I got you.
1: Okay, so Richard Jordan, the guy who was in Logan's Run as uh, uh, the buddy, the other Sandman, okay. was originally and, and shot scenes for this movie but then was uh diagnosed uh with terminal cancer and had to drop out and they they got the other gentleman to do that so uh, and i i, I and actually i believe that richard jordan passed away before the movie was actually released but um so yeah really yep um
0: i do not have that on my on my uh i told you
1: man i I went some i went some alternate routes for all my trivia on this one man yeah you're really
0: pissing me off (laughs) usually i'm the one stumping you (laughs) during the scene in the woods one character got injured that was do you know who it was, what he injured, and what the
1: result was? I believe it was Harrison Ford. Uh huh. I believe it was an ACL, but I believe that was actually shot for the promos, but that gave him a limp for a lot of the film.
0: For the prom? No, this this says injured ligaments in his leg during the filming of the scenes in the woods. But we have, we have figured out that...
1: Oh, here that- we go. When, when Richard starts to limp, it wasn't planned. Harrison actually hurt a ligament in his knee shooting a promo for the movie, a promo that wasn't even part of the movie. He refused to receive treatment until the filming was finished and ended up needing surgery. Damn you, IMDb. <laughs> in your cursory glimpses into trivia... Uh, uh, did you know
0: that the, the bus that was smashed into with the train
1: was real when they actually did the crash scene? That was a real train. It was real train. It was real Real bus. bus and that train wreck and bus wreck still sit in, is it Illinois? Uh, no, North Carolina. Excuse me, and uh, sits there today and is a tourist attraction now. Got it, got it, got it. And and that was all real. Um, Harrison Ford jumping off the train was actually superimposed on the scene, and but the uh, it that crash turned out a little more spectacularly than they had planned. I believe they wanted a thirty-five mile an hour train, but trains aren't really great at judging speed and they're more like 45 or more so yeah it was a spectacular crash but they had uh, eight or nine cameras running at the same time and got it obviously in one shot because you got one shot with you got one train you got one bus have a nice day so the uh
0: the opening scene how tell me your your views on on the um the chronology of the opening i would say 15 minutes of this this movie because i i thought that it was very interesting the way that they
1: did it yeah i you didn't exactly know from the get go if this guy had killed his wife or if he'd been set up and it almost led you to think that he was the murderer initially um and there's a number of of expectation subversions in this movie, which I absolutely love, but uh yeah, no, I liked I liked the setup because you were not you know you're were, you weren't quite sure what was going on, but you're like, oh and now I'm invested. So the first 15 minutes of the the
0: movie uh uh spoiler alert people um yeah, for a
1: 25 year old movie.
0: I I mean, you see him go to a party, you see him with his wife, you see uh, him go into surgery, his wife getting choked to death, but you don't see who's attacking her.
1: Now, did you pick up the thanks for loaning me your car bit at the very beginning of the movie? Yes. It it, It was such a throwaway line. Well you you didn't think that it really mattered. Right.
0: <laughs> so so yes, it was it was brilliantly shot um for that time period. I mean, this is the 1990s. Yeah. Uh the cinematography that was done in the show was incredibly good. Yes. Uh yes. You know, you, you had certain scenes where, where you had your traditional Panavision camera, but then you had like the, the parade scene where it was
1: all shot with handy cam. And that, and that leads me to one of mine. That, that was not set up, that was an actual parade in Chicago. That was one of their uh, St. Patrick's Day parades. Um, the film crew just followed them around. Harrison Ford actually. Because he was trying to blend in, blended in for the longest time. Like the guys walking next to him had no effing clue that fucking you know Han Solo was cruising along with them because they're all just you know they got a couple of beers. He and other black hair. Yeah, he had black hair. He had a green hat on. He had an army jacket on. Yeah. So yeah, he his job of blending in in the film carried over into real life because not a lot of people realize that there did come a point where finally people went, hey that's Harrison Ford. And they kind of got, they had to quit, but yeah, that was all real stuff. And they, they didn't even ask permission. They just kind of, Oh, fucking it. Oh, hold on. Oh, no? Oh, 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 I
0: stumped the bird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the scene where Kimball is running through the St. Patrick's day parade was not scripted. Ah, this was a later edition by Andrew Davis. Davis, a native of the city, really wanted to capture the parade and was granted permission from Ah. the mayor's office to film the day of the parade. Nice. Okay. The entire sequence was shot by handheld Steadicam without rehearsal. Ford and Jones went out into the crowd, did their own thing, ad-libbed the whole thing, Uh, kept a low profile. Uh, Ford observed that since his character was keeping a low profile, it meant he himself didn't stand out much and lasted several minutes in the crowd before finally being recognized. Yes. Yes. I stumped the bird. (laughs) That's a point for me.
1: It's six to one now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Burke, Burke. Burke got his uh, trivia from someplace else. And this sucks for me because he knows where I get my trivia.
1: (laughs) I stayed away from it implicitly. All right. All right. So. um...
0: Now, that was, I I will say, that was my favorite scene in the whole movie. Uh, Partially because they got great video shots of the Mm -hmm. river that had turned green. That they had turned green. But secondly... When I was a kid growing up, that's one of the things that, that I love to do. I love to go to Chicago for the Saint Patrick's Day Parade. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, I've never I, I've been in the Cleveland St. Patrick's Day parade, but I've never been to Chicago for theirs.
0: Chicago's is uh, it's oh yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. 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 Anyway, okay, so moving on to Burke's next. Uh yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um the damn scene where no no
0: no no you can't no 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 no, you can't talk about that
1: okay all right no go ahead go ahead no 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 let's see Um, yari
0: yari took away my train thing
1: okay the scene in which uh dr richard kimball was first questioned by the chicago pd at the beginning of the movie you're talking the first 15 minutes there was completely improvised harrison ford did not know what questions would be asked of him um and it allowed him to create a more genuine and emotional performance. So that was every ounce of that was he had no fucking clue what these guys were going to tell him. And that's just all him acting, which just and it, it really shows. I mean, that's a great because he breaks down at the end. It is just really pretty genuine. It's good stuff. OK. Oh, and did you why, know that? Why don't you, uh, tell, why don't you tell us about the
0: damn first?
1: No, no, no! I, I gotta. We're, we were talking about the train earlier too. Um, yeah. After his escape, it shows Harrison getting onto a train that is marked with the name Kimball, and the very next shot, a helicopter flies over a hotel called the Harrison. Just little Easter eggs for his character and his name.
0: All right. So in the first scene, we see uh basically the entire um uh, apartment that they live in uh-huh. uh, uh Kimball's apartment is actually modeled after an actual doctor's house that Harrison Ford and Andrew Davis met in Chicago oh. at, at a bar, at a bar shortly before filming
1: that's a good bit of trivia
0: there. Harrison Ford felt that the doctor, somewhat eccentric and reclusive, was exactly how he wanted to portray Kimball. So they recreated the exact
1: uh, what you call layout uh, and layout. look and the whole nine yards. Very nice. Very now, nice. The,
0: the other part of that is that he Harrison Ford actually shadowed Doctors. Yes.
1: They, they uh, let him go into surgery. They let yeah, he was he was in was it the Cooks Hospital in Chicago? Chicago uh University of Chicago Medical okay. Center. Yeah. So yeah, he was actually he wanted to get into that role, something fierce. So yeah. That I did know.
0: All right. Coming back
1: to you. Ad libs, once again. I don't care. Totally, ad live by Tommy Lee Jones. Wait, say that again. When they are in the dam, mm-hmm. and Kimball goes, "I didn't kill my wife," and Gerard goes, "I don't care." Yeah, totally ad lib because Tommy Lee is a badass. You know, <laughs> his character would not care, even though he does end up caring at the end. But uh, yeah, totally improvised line. Then, then there were that was an. The brilliant thing about that director he knew he could let these guys go and and they were they were going to produce some gold for him if he just kind of let them do their own thing occasionally so is that bobe
0: oh my gosh <laughs> no uh uh one of the news alerts just came across and whoopi goldberg has been suspended from the view
1: Oh, shame. I don't,
0: I don't know what she did, but that's really kind of weird since she just signed a twenty million dollar contract. <laughs> Does that mean she gets paid? I I don't know. I mean if if she's suspended is she suspended suspended with pay or without? I don't know. Here oh hang on. Oh, apparently she said that the World War Two Holocaust was not about race.
1: Okay.
0: okay, I'm going back to this movie here. Now, yeah, there is, yeah, we're gonna we're is, just gonna we're gonna skip a, over that
1: like it never fucking happened.
0: There is a great scene. Uh, <laughs> what the what the fuck is this world coming to? Um, okay, so there's this great scene where uh, where Doctor uh, or Harrison
1: Ford goes
0: Doctor yep. Kimball goes into the prison
1: yes to talk to a one-armed man
0: to talk to a one-armed man who he thought might be uh the the, the killer. killer of his of his wife um and when he figures out that that is not the correct person uh he decides to leave and a pursuit ensues between tommy lee jones and uh
1: harrison ford mm mm-hmm. They're going up and down the other stairs. Another expectation, subversion, because you totally expect them to cross on the same stairwell. And they don't. I, I.
0: So in this chase, Harrison Ford tries to make it through automatic doors that are closing. Uh Uh-huh. And gets caught.
1: Right, his foot gets caught. What does Tommy Lee Jones do? He fires his weapon numerous times. Mm.
0: Now, here is the, the
1: trivia question that you must answer. Oh, God. Did,
0: did they use real bullets or was it bullets? did they use real bullets and it was bulletproof glass? Or was that an effect?
1: I'm going to have to go with effect because I don't know anyone stupid enough to shoot real bullets at Harrison Ford. Wax
0: bullets were fired at the glass door at the same time Tommy Lee Jones was firing the blanks.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So, another person was firing these wax bullets onto the bulletproof glass oh wow um but they were wax so if Harrison Ford had gotten hit it would have hurt but it wouldn't have killed him been like
1: a uh, paintball
0: that this is okay like I said this was not my favorite movie but, but you
1: enjoyed it didn't you
0: but I I did enjoy it and the fact is is that the way that they filmed it, made it extremely realistic. Mm -hmm. I mean, the actors, both Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones went into situations that they had no idea what was going to happen. And were just told to, to be their
1: character. Yeah. Act it out. You're all Stanislavski stuff. Uh, More uh, improvising Uh, at the beginning of the film when they have their little area set up by the train wreck. Yes. Uh, One of the guys, he he turns to the guys and says, you know, what are you doing? And then the guy says, I'm thinking, he says, think me up a cup of coffee and a chocolate donut with some of those sprinkles. That was another ad lib by Tommy Lee Jones, which is just a great fucking line. And I think I may use that (laughs) in my real life at some point in time. Well, think me up a cup of coffee and a chocolate donut with those sprinkles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, make sure that you check back soon For part two of this podcast On behalf of Burke, Scott And the rest of the cast At the Davis and Davis show We'd like to thank you for listening And we hope you return next week Remember, we're not a law firm and we just don't care.